Stephanie. Hi. <laughs> Thomas. Hello. How are you today? I am... I'm feeling like I want to be productive today. And I haven't quite gotten there. And I'm not actually sure I will get there, <laughs> if I'm being honest. So, yeah, I'm a little worried about this because sometimes I have a tendency to put a lot of pressure on myself. And so if I'm feeling like I need to be productive and then I end up not being productive, then I'll be a little mad at myself. Yeah, it's quite the dilemma. Mm. But I also know that I don't... Well, I worked pretty hard this week, and so I also feel like, eh, I deserve a break, right? I, I deserve a nice afternoon of lounging on the couch. It is it is the end of the week. Yes. In uh uh where are we? In the these states of America. This is the end of the week. Hmm. Yeah. Yep. So hmm, I'm kind of hmm. <laughs> Ask me again in about 10 hours and okay. <laughs> we'll see. <sighs> How about you? How are you doing today? Stephanie, Thomas? I'm feeling slightly groggy. Again. Groggy. Again. I, mm. Not froggy. Yep. Groggy. We're getting close. But I don't want to rely on that. I want to acknowledge it. And I want to acknowledge something else as well. Okay. Okay. So, so we've acknowledged the groggy. Yes. Now we can move on, right? We'll see if the grogginess <laughs> lets me. <laughs> I guess I just I'm feeling a little slow. Mm-hmm. Slower than usual. And my usual, as you know, is pretty slow. <laughs> uh, I feel accomplished. Okay. Yeah. So I am helping out. Uh, I'm going to be a youth leader for a thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm a responsible adult, and I will be one of the responsible adults in the room. Whoa. I know. I know. Uh, probably sitting in the room, not standing in the room. Because standing sounds – I'm groggy. I'm still feeling tired. So it's like saving as much energy as possible. Uh, and to be a leader and work with this group of people, you have to do a bunch of online trainings. Oh, and those online trainings, uh, while important, uh, are not always the most fun yeah. thing to sit and do, um, to look at stock photos of people who are sad and talk about how we avoid abuse and things like that. Ooh, 
Yeah. Uh, but yesterday I got up. I had written down on my list of things to do, which I use back of envelopes for uh-huh. so that I can reuse every piece of the paper before it gets recycled. Uh, I had written down, you know what? I'm going to tackle that project today. I'm just going to do all the trainings. I think there were seven, seven of them. Wow. And I started early in the day for when I usually start things and uh, mm-hmm. just worked my way through it. Took breaks after each one, um, focused uh, and checked off all these all these things. And for me, that feels like a huge accomplishment. <laughs> I mean, you know me. I love a good to-do list and checking them off. So I, uh, I am very proud of you. Thank you. It felt good to get something, get something done. And uh, yeah, I was just explaining a lot, and I should have just taken your compliment there. Thank you. I really hear that. You're proud of me. Here, here. I'll, I'll give you another one. Oh, you threw up the little confetti thing on the screen. You know that gets me every time. Every time. So, yay! Accomplished. So you're all done and ready to lead, right? Well, there was one uh, course thing, mini course thing, that was not actually in the dashboard of courses that I was supposed to be taking. So I've emailed the appropriate people to ask, hey, you asked me to do this thing and it's not in there. How do I find that? So I had mm. one more left to do. But imagine my surprise when yesterday evening I was working hard at this. I had hit seven courses and I made the call to go all in. And I'm going to finish this all today so I don't have to think about it tomorrow at all. I want it yeah. off my mental plate. My mental plate is full of other things like delicious cookies. Uh <laughs> Only to try and find that course and have it not be there at all. I was Yikes. Like, Great. I don't have to do this one right now. Uh, and I'm not delaying something. I'm waiting for someone else to do something. And that's always a great feeling. Oh, interesting. Because that would still be on my mental plate. Once that email is sent, it's off. It's like, great. It's somebody else's responsibility to get back to me. Like they want me to do this thing. Perspective. Okay. They, I, I have thrown the, the sports metaphor into their pool. <laughs> that was a bad sports metaphor. <laughs> or a creative sports metaphor. Okay. It's all about perspectives. So, speaking of perspectives. What are we going to offer our perspective on today, Ooh, Stephanie? Ooh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, let's just pause for a second because I think that might have been the smoothest transition this show has ever seen. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Today. Ooh, do I have a topic? Mm. So, here's my question. What do you do when you go outside with your dog 
and you just want your dog to go to the bathroom real quick so that you can go back inside and get back to work or your kids or cooking dinner or whatever you're doing at the time. And then you run into a neighbor who then proceeds to talk to you. And you're like, you don't want to be rude. But you're also like, I'm going to get back in my house. Mm. Stop talking to me. (laughs) So I'm trying to figure out this social situation. And I thought maybe we could talk through it. Mm. What do you got? Stephanie, I want to know. What do we do when the sport we like sucks? Um, oh, oh, I, I think I know what you're talking about. I was a little confused for a second because I was like, how would a sport that you like suck? Mm, okay. Uh, it could also be what happens when the thing you like sucks. Mm-hmm. Also that. Ooh. That is a good topic. Mm. Mm. It's also one we could do on another day, but I well, wanted to. I mean, to... they both are. That's, that's true. That's true. Oh, sorry. I'm distracted by dirt on my desk yuck okay i gotta clean um oh let's go with yours because i don't feel like driving today it's been a while okay uh funny that you should mention driving Mm. as astute listeners will know and as you know, I have been enjoying some uh, video games about driving. Yes. One of which uh, is a sh- is one that features um, I- ironic. Ironic? Are they ironic? I don't know what what ironic means. Uh, characters, eh, fun characters, kids' characters. Driving game with that. You throw things at one another. It's not very realistic. I've now switched over, as I said, some number of weeks ago to one that's more realistic. The one that's more realistic follows uh, the sport of driving very fast. Okay. So a few months ago, I was looking for a television show to sort of half watch. Yeah. And I watched one about drivers who go fast. The fastest, one would say. So it's very entertaining to watch these drivers that go very fast because not only do they go fast, and I think that's interesting, uh, people have to make the cars and they're changing the cars every week. And that's Mm. really interesting. And then each team that makes cars has two different drivers and they are both teammates and competitors. And that's really interesting. And then you take people who uh, are normally pretty wealthy because to do this sport, you have to be 
to do a sport where you start with um, driving at a young age, you've got to like buy your car. Um, it's a mini car, but it's still a car and you have to drive to races and you need a car to put your car in. It's pretty wild. But you start with people who are coming up through these ranks doing this sport and you filter out only the best drivers, but that doesn't always get you the best people mm. <laughs> or teammates or anything like that. And then you have a bunch of sponsors for these right. people that drive fast because it's very expensive to drive or fly your car around the world to then race against the same 20 people. So I watched this television show and it's highly entertaining. It is, it is the perfect, uh, it's the perfect reality TV because sometimes real stuff actually does happen. Unlike Mm. the reality TV where people are, um, uh, what is it? The people are um, just fighting about social things in their neighborhood. Scripted. Yeah, sometimes these reality show people catch on fire because that's what happens when you drive fast. So I have been more interested in this thing now than I ever have been. Uh, it's very wild from a driving perspective. It's wild from an engineering perspective, and it's wild from a politics perspective, and that's the third part of this that I really like a lot because everybody's kind of the rules are made by all the people that drive essentially the teams that drive. And so they're always influencing, but the richest teams are trying to get rules changed in their favor. And the teams that don't spend as much money are trying to get a team like prevent those people from running away with the championship every year, just because they have so much money. So it's, it's really fascinating. I was reading mm, this week that they signed a deal to have a race in a new country for the next 10 years. Okay. This country is not great to its people. Mm. It's not great to the people that build the big sporting places of which there will be many in this country in the next five or six years. Um, and uh, this was shared on a social media website and a lot of people commented on it and boosted it up in the tens of thousands um, people. But at the same time, ah, this is not cool. And so while I'm not directly supporting this sport and while this sport has good people in it who are making important statements, it's also hard to balance that with the cost of going to places and supporting places and making places look maybe better than they are um, with with my enjoyment of it. Because that, that really real-world political side of, like, uh, workers not – like, workers dying – and them not being taken care of um, is uh, something I'm wrestling with. Hmm. And I'll be doing that for another uh, giant uh, international sporting event where uh, people kick the ball with their feet because I very much enjoy that one. And that one's uh, happening in a country that uh, does not take great care of its people either. And all those stadiums are being built by... Um, people that are not being treated well. So it's this weird 
it's this weird thing of enjoying the thing that you watch, but understanding the context around it is, uh, makes it hard, makes it hard. Mm. So I figured I'm not the only person that's got something that they like a lot. That's feels I'm making a like eek face. Uh, and so uh, that's, that's what I'm thinking about this week. Okay. I want to say for the record, this was not where I thought this was going. <laughs> this was not the issue that I thought you were going to bring up. Could you, um, would you please write down the issue you thought I was going to bring up and then maybe text that to me the next time I don't have an idea <laughs> for a topic? <laughs> well, no, no, no. It's the same type of thing. It's just um, a different specific example within mm. the topic. Like, um, well, please. I mean, th- this has come up before, um, and it's kind of – I think it would still fall into this, where, like, a big uh, – what do you call that? Organization for a sport uh, basically decides to – try to cover their own <laughs> butts instead of standing up for their players and making sure that everyone's in a safe environment. Mm. Um, so that's happened to many organizations over the past, I don't know how long it's been, decade, maybe longer. Um, but there have been a few very prominent, you know, stories like that um and then the other one i was thinking about is probably the largest sport in america and it um like well it's still weird to me actually that they make rules like uh as to what shoes are acceptable to wear Mm. on the field and which are not and if you go against that rule you need to pay money because that's you know i don't know i guess that stops people but it never does but who the hell even cares what shoes are being worn, you know? So it's an interesting thing to think about because I think a lot of times people go into sports and that could be like actual live events or just watching on TV or listening. Um, And they just go for enjoyment, right? For entertainment, like, oh, cool, I want to be a part of this because, well, first of all, there is some connection, I feel, to this particular team or individual based on, I mean, usually it's based on geographical location, right? Or maybe it's more like, ooh, I like that mascot. (laughs) I don't know. Or it's uh, what I fell into was 
Oh, you're rooting for that team? Perfect. I'm going to root for their, uh, uh, what do you call that? Biggest rival. (laughs) Yes. Yes. That's how I fell into one of those. Okay. Um, But you've brought up this other thing that I think so many people either don't even realize is a part of it or are just willing to ignore it because they're being entertained, you know? So it's hard. I understand where you're coming from because it's like this politics side of it is always there. Um, But I think a lot of people just decide not to pay attention to it. Mm. So it's like, where do you fall in there? And how do you, how do you actually enjoy something if you know they're not at least doing what you think would be right? Yeah, there is a, there was a back and forth in the comment section on one of these articles that I read. And there have been some drivers who are constantly making statements now. Um, they're some of the senior drivers because they can get away with that. They're not young in their careers. Um, about um, gay rights, about yeah. minority rights, about uh Environmental rights, which is extra ironic with a sport where everybody's driving. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it uses a ton of carbon to move around the world. Um, and somebody somebody offered the idea of saying, like, oh, well, this person should just not should just boycott the races in this in this place. Like that's how mm-hmm. that's how a driver would stand up for that. Because you see drivers you see drivers as like the, the front, the head of this whole kind of organization, even though they're a single part of it. Right. Um, and, uh, somebody else pointed out that like, you'd, you'd have to skip five or six different races. (laughs) And then suddenly there's no way you could win the whole championship. If you skipped six of the 20 or so races that are there. Yeah. And so suddenly you're in this position where you're, you're trying to do your best with what you have, but you can't totally disengage because then that like somebody else fills your spot because there's always someone else coming up who wants to fill your spot. And so your statement then becomes empty. Um, and I think the, there's one person who plays football who, who did this and actually did yeah. leave. And that's like the only person I can think of who, who literally walked away from this thing in our, in our generation. Um, Mm. Well, I wonder if we're thinking about the same person. mm. Cause I, I'm thinking he didn't really leave. He didn't want to leave. That's true. You're right. That's a good point. You know? So, and that's the hard thing. Um, That's where, it makes me think, well, all the drivers have to get together mm. and say, no, we're not driving here. Mm-hmm. And then that is enough. 
mm. possibly to overturn mm. whatever they are not agreeing with. But what's the likelihood that you're going to get everyone to say, "Oh, sure, I won't, I won't drive in that race." It's a. Lot. It takes so much more energy to to work together like that than it does to cash a check, a giant check from a exactly sovereign yeah. government. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. So it's this. It's this weird state where I don't have a. I don't have a team. I want to see interesting races happen. I the thing that I like most about this sport is looking at close-up photos of how the cars change from week to week. So they've got all these tiny little aerodynamic things that like grow on them. They look very organic. It's it's weird. I just like thinking about how air moves. So <laughs> Okay. So uh so I don't I didn't like step into this and get a strong tie. Oh wow, another another emoji. I have not uh I've not seen that one before. That's a, a surprised face. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Stephanie just made the like ooh face where like all the eyes and the mouth are all O's and you just like kinda don't know what to say. Um it's very distracting and it disrupted my train of thought. Uh Sorry. Yeah. Oh, Sorry. I don't have a I don't have a person. Like I'm I'm new enough to this thing that I don't feel like I I'm dedicated You're not to it. Like oh, I'm with this person or this team. Yeah. Unlike unlike the foot Interesting. the foot kicking the yeah. ball because that one our country is a team. And exactly. so I feel like I'm on that team more than I am this group of people that makes this type of car and then they make this other fast car that drives around every week. Interesting. So, but, but the same, all the same stuff applies to the, um, international, um, games during the summertime, international games during the wintertime. Um, mm-hmm. The people who all kick the ball together from around the world at the same time every four years, you know, it's it's yeah. this weird it's this weird trap of um, how do you support the thing and also not support it? Yeah, I mean, I don't have an answer for you. It's a weird predicament. It feels like. It has been going on for so long that it's like it can't stop. And then it also feels like the only way things will change is if it stops and gets like rebuilt. Mm. Right? And so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, do you see, do you think these things could keep going and possibly make little changes to get to a better place? Or do you think it's 
the sort of thing that just needs to stop and be rethought and redone? That's a great question, which is what I say when I'm still thinking about an answer. And mm, I just kind of keep fill thinking. Time. Yeah, it's okay. No rush. Okay, I'm gonna gonna go on a journey here. Mm. Originally, first thought is like you just stop. You just stop going to that country that's treating people badly. You say, hey, this is why. Like, we don't want to come to a place. We don't want to be associated with this. So, like, literally clean this up and then we'll talk. But, like, use it as an incentive. Um, my second thought is I that's a hard stand. And most people yeah. who are in business don't want to take a hard stand. They don't want risk. So somebody's going to pay more money, I'm just going to go with them. Um, I think then it's the step that you talked about of almost justifying that type of action of saying, well, we're still engaged in this place. And it's important that we're engaged there because that will soften over time this thing that's happening. Us being there means that... People see the drivers wearing the T-shirts that are promoting gay rights in a place that doesn't, like, have gay rights. Like, Right. And then you're like, oh, that – it sounds good. How much does that really make – Change things. Change things. Oh, especially if, like, the media in the country is locked down and you're like, oh, this is – I don't know. So I, it's that I get to that point and say, okay, where has that worked really well? And it's worked, um, I think on a, on a like international financial scale, I think like one time, like Mm. with South Africa and apartheid, but that's because nobody needed to be in no big giant business really needed to be in South Africa. And so it was this like, great, we're, we can just not invest anything in them and like, try to get them to change this policy. And once the policy changed, then we'll come back. Um, but that's, that's like all money, right? Sport is, we, it's, it's almost like sport. We think it's bigger than it actually is. Like, mm. like for us as individuals, we watch it, we enjoy it. We think about these people. We talk about it with our friends, but like, in the big scheme of things, it's actually this really tiny little thing. And so. Well, and it's a thing that doesn't matter. I, yeah, that's what I, that's almost what I'm like. It's like, it's just entertainment. Like there is some art. I mean, and of course there's, there's a need for entertainment, right? Like there is something to be said, I'm, but in the grand scheme of things. I, there are, it doesn't matter. There are other options for entertainment. Humans did. True. Humans did. Uh, we did entertain ourselves before there was television <laughs> and international sporting events of all types, right? Like That's true. We did survive before. Um, but at the same time, that's hard to – That's hard. To, it's hard to compete against, right? Here's this warm batch of cookies and here's broccoli. And they're like mm. both being served on the same plate. So which one are you going to go for? And you're like, well, if most people are coming here for dessert because they've been eat, feel like they're eating broccoli all week, then they're going to go with the chocolate chip cookies, even if it's 
Ah, can you tell I'm thinking about chocolate chip cookies a lot? A lot, a lot, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it, it seems like a big portion of this is the money piece, mm-hmm. right? Because if you took the money piece out of it, would they still go there? No. <laughs> no. So, no. I mean, basically the way to solve this is to um, make money not important. Mm. How do we do that? That's a great question, Stephanie. I, I'm hoping you asked that rhetorically to me so that you could then tell me the answer. <laughs> no, I, well... I don't think we'll get there, to be honest. I think that might be asking too much of our world. Mm. Um, may I may I ask it a different way? What can we ele- yeah. what can we elevate that's not that's not uh, as I was thinking about them the other day? Green paper points. I can't remember if I said that to you or if I said it to somebody else. Okay. No, so I was thinking about the me. other day, I was getting really frustrated at somebody doing something for a lot of money that made things worse for all the people that used the service that they had. I can't remember because it's happened so many times. <laughs> so many. And I was like, why does, why does, like, at what point do green paper points, like, is that the best value of things? Or is it like good to other people points? Like, what is, mm. what does that look like? And so instead of like trying to take this thing down, like what's the thing that we build up instead? Because I don't know, it's another yeah, seemingly more positive way to look at it. Yeah, I, it is. And I want to say like, just being nice to other human <laughs> beings. Can we put a number <laughs> on that, Stephanie? What's your niceness No, it's priceless. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, so I don't know how that competes with paper notes with numbers on them. Mm. I don't know. Do you have a, a thing to elevate? I don't. Mm. I mean, okay. I, aside from the being nice to people stuff of yeah. like, of like if you're going to put money into something, make it worthwhile, right? Like give it to people who also seem to be doing a thing that cares about other people that cares about the environment because that impacts other people that puts good stuff into the world. But like, Yeah, uh, I keep thinking, okay, this is a little bit off topic, but okay, we all know there are many, many broken things that we're living with today. And I'm talking like big things like climate change and... uh, racism and like those big things uh also just like uh things like uh i don't know 
how to put this into one word. But it's um, basically that our culture uh, favors men and like male stuff. Hegemonic masculinity. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I knew you'd you'd come through. Um, And so it's like these things of how do we break out of those very broken things that need to be fixed um, and start living in a better place? And then also, how do we still live and uh, get on with our lives in a world where these things are still established and it's like you can't fight against everything Mm. if you still want to live your life i don't know like does that make sense to you Mm -hmm. there's like a like you would want to the first instinct is to like pull away and not engage at all Right. Let me go rebuild something over here or whatever. But that's never going to be bigger than like that. Yeah, I'll go do my own thing. It has never worked. It usually goes bad. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, it's just it's like asking ourselves to balance. Balance two bigger things. I, I think that's that's what feels weird about this is that the scales that we're balancing keep getting bigger. I, they keep getting, there's more weight on them. So we're still trying to keep these things in balance, but it's, it's overall a heavier load. Um, and the, and I'm curious whether or not people in different times felt that, right? Do they, mm. do they feel the same degree of heaviness that we feel in accordance with, what load is available um because i sometimes i like to think that we're special in our time and we're dealing with things that people have never dealt with before but at the same time i my general sense of humanity is that that's not it's not true we're not probably as unique as a generation as we think we are that's an interesting thought because initially i was thinking no that I think we are feeling more in this time Mm. versus any other time. Mostly because of our access to so much media and news and, you know, we hear about things all over the world and previously that wasn't accessible to others or it would take a lot longer to reach someone, you know? Um, But then I was thinking, okay, what about during, like, a world war? Mm. I'm pretty sure that probably felt pretty heavy. (laughs) Yeah. Like, yeah. So, uh, 
I don't know. You might be right. We we might not be as here's the special. It seems like we we we've gone back to a really small town. In a small town, you know everything that's going on because you hear the gossip. Mm. You know the bad stuff that's happening. You can't always step in and fix it because I, you're one person. But like, it's almost felt like we've we've looped around to to being one global small town where there are parts of it that are not going great. But what what can we do to like solve that? I don't know. There's like essentially that there's limits to how you can interact with everybody. Um, but you can see everything and you know, everything in a way you can't, you can't pretend that your little like street is the only street because it's, it's too obvious that it's not the only street now. That's interesting. I I mean, I feel like we're getting a little bit off topic (laughs) here, but when you say that, it just makes me think, okay, so we're this global small town, but how many people are actually like doing stuff in their mm. town, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like this feeling of, oh, knowing everything and yet not, not really doing anything. I, and I mean, I'm throwing myself in there too. I, if I think about my town, I don't actually feel like an allegiance to my town. Mm. You know, your town should get a sports team. I think it'll help with that. <laughs> oh, they have <laughs> one. They, they have one. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. Um, yeah, it's almost like you're. I think. I think there's a weird thing where it's like you're to continue torturing this metaphor. Uh, <laughs> it's it's hard to clean up your street when you know there's other part of the town that need your help. And it's, yeah. it's not a part of the town you see all the time, but you know people need your help there. And do you go there and help? And you're like, okay, that's a ton of work. It's a ton of effort that almost has to become your thing if that's what your thing is going to be. But also like your street needs help too. So how do you, how do you do both? Yeah. How do you, how do you, how do you decide? That? Yeah. <sighs> yep. 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 There's always that debate. And it's hard because everywhere needs help. Mm. Pretty much, you know, in one way or another. So, yeah. How do you decide which to go with? If only there was a really fast car that you could drive so that you could get to the parts of the town that needed help really quickly. And then get back to your mm. part that had help, needed help. Yeah, without having any effects on the environment. Yeah. That's yeah. what we should do. We'll just come up with dream realities to make us feel better, right? I mean, you've, you've talked, you've identified most of modern entertainment, including sports. We just want to, we just... On the field, it's so simple. There's winning, there's losing. It's very clear. When it's not clear, we get to yell at somebody. We know exactly who that somebody is. It's the referee, <laughs> the people mm. that make the rules. We get to blame them for everything. <laughs> um, hmm. 
maybe that's why we like sports so much. I feel like maybe you've said this before now that I'm saying it, uh, is that it's very black and white mm. and it's easy in that sense in an otherwise complex world. Well, I don't know where we went with that. It's been a while since uh, we've had a topic uh, from me. So aren't you glad? Weren't you missing a big, giant, uh, just thoughtful, uh, I don't know, thing that's really a big, thoughtful knot? That's almost kind of what it is. Yeah. I mean, I'm wondering, where do you go from here? Like, what are you going to do? I don't know. I wasn't going to pay them any money anyways because they give away their stuff for free, essentially, on streaming services. So I, I watch recaps of races. But isn't that supporting? I know. Well, that's the thing. I mean, like, you're even, viewing I know. it counts. I know. And so do I want to, like, not watch it? <sighs> like, I kind of want to watch it. So I don't know. I'm still... I'm still stuck on that. It's uh I watch the the every four year ball kicking competition without fail. Yeah. I, yeah. So I don't I don't know. I it's easier for me to detach from things that I I'm not personally interested in. So I can be sassy right. about the most popular sport in America because I don't really watch it. I don't feel a tie to it. So I cutting mm-hmm. that out is me not making any change right um so i don't know i don't know if i were if i were feeling better i would go to a karting track and go karting probably Mm. once a month i would just go do the thing yeah like actually drive a little car around it's electric the electric ones are far better than the gas ones. So if I were healthy, that's what I would do. And just say, hey, you know what's better than watching people do a thing? Doing the thing. It's it's way more yeah. fun. Um, I think, And I think that's true for all of the stuff that we've been talking about. Would I rather watch people kick a ball or go out and honestly with friends and kick one around? Like, honestly, the second one. And mm, I don't think that's true for everyone, though. I know it's not true for everyone, but when was a lot like not having been with. But that also sounds like you're just disengaging. Like it feels like not so much that you're revolting against the way they've decided to make their organization or whatever. But it feels like you're just avoiding. I guess it's, I guess it's the hard. I guess it's trying to celebrate the reason why I'm into the thing in the first place in a different way. Mm. I enjoy driving my car. It's fun to drive one on a racetrack. It's just fun to do. I think that's why people watch it. And so I think that's like, these are kingdoms. They're not democracies. <laughs> like they need people to to watch them and give them money. But like, 
they don't see you as voters. They see you as like people on their land. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Like, so, so I think there's like, I think in, there's a different level of engagement for a sport than there is for say, like self-governance. So showing mm-hmm. up and voting is far more important than saying, well, I, you sport, you need to change. Cause I'm not going to watch you. It's like, they don't care. They will care right. after their money goes away, but that's hard to make right. happen. So you just like, disengage you don't talk about it you don't hype it you don't be a part of the thing but you're like cool you know what i do i like driving let me find a friend to go do this and invite them to go do this with them like in a way that's you're like going you're building a personal connection with somebody that's far more than the fake personal connection that i feel like i have with a sports person um yeah so i i think that's trying to celebrate a thing by like seeing the people around you and celebrating with that. I don't know. I think that answer also has been influenced by being inside for a good year and a half and not being able to be with people. Right. Like my, my enjoyment of sitting and watching things is ever going down because it's not the same. All you have to do. Yeah. It's the broccoli. It's not the chocolate chip cookie. Yeah. 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 Thanks for going on this windy, twisty adventure where we got right back at the start. And doesn't that uh, just encapsulate all of what racing is? <laughs> oh, End up at the same place where you started. <laughs> you went around wow. a bunch of loops. We did it. We are on a never-ending bus of metaphors today. I'm not sure. (laughs) I'm not sure about all the metaphors. Okay, I would like to uh, check off Thomas having a topic. So we'll come back to that in uh, five to six weeks when everyone else is ready for some more metaphors. How about that? There we go. There we go. Uh, Wow. Oh, good. Good, good, good. Okay. What what, was that your acknowledgement? I'm sorry. I kind of. It was not. That was me just saying we can stop talking about this thing that has no answer. (laughs) Oh, okay. Okay. It's making everybody sad sad about the big things that they enjoy watching. Yeah. 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 Um,. Okay. I sometimes I feel like I say the same things to mm. you. And so I was just thinking really hard about trying not to say the same thing. Um but I don't know if I'll succeed. Would you like to go? Oh, me first. Sure. (sighs) Stephanie, I appreciate that you chose my topic today (laughs) and that you were patient as we talked through a lot of big, uh, you know, global stuff and basically, uh, uh, yeah, dealing with 
dealing with the deeper stuff behind the things that we just want to kind of escape to sometimes. Thank you for doing that. Thank you for being there. Not everybody wants to do that. You may not have wanted to do that, but you did it. <laughs> you were you were there. You were, I admit. <laughs> you were there. You made me think new things about this, uh, and I really appreciate mm. that. Do I get a metaphor? No, no. <laughs> I'm all out. You're welcome. Whew, thank, thank goodness. Okay, um, Thomas. I I appreciate you bringing this topic specifically because I think it is a big dilemma. I don't know if dilemma is the greatest word to use, but it's what's on my mind. Um, that we, everyone faces. It might not be specific to this car racing. Um, but you know, I thought of lots of other things it applies to while we were talking. Um, and so, yeah, thanks for bringing it up and thanks for accepting that I do not have an answer for you. Um, but I think there's value in talking through these big things, even when we don't reach answers. So yeah, thanks for not letting me avoid big, scary things. Okay, you good? I'm good. Good. All right. Goodbye, Thomas. Bye, Stephanie. Oh, hello there. Hey, thanks for listening. All the way to the end. Wow. Good for you. You lived through Thomas's metaphors. Um, My metaphors are doing donuts on the finish line right now. Oh, dear. Oh, donuts. I would eat donuts too right now. (laughs) Um, Anyway, back to you, the listener. Thanks for listening again. And just in case you forgot, we do have a Patreon page. If you'd like to go visit it, um, we'll put the link in the show notes yeah awesome i'm talking to my producer right now and he's giving me the thumbs up so we're good okay great well we'll see you next week okay 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 great okay okay bye Bye.